Hey, Arissa. Hey, Arissa. Welcome to Hey, Julia, a podcast about Big Brother and Survivor. Danielle, I asked you how you were 20 seconds ago. <laughs> I did not get receive a positive answer. You have something. You have something you really want to get off your chest. Your chest, and and we're gonna, we're going to start with that. I'm depressed. Life is hard Me enough. Too. Me too. I think life is hard enough. Period. Let alone the fact that I live in a frozen Arctic tundra, let alone the fact that, you know, my sleep will never be the same as it was again because I have a small baby. But add insult to injury, which is that my Spotify Pro account no longer has Hulu included. So now there's all these shows I want to watch. I got really into the dropout and I can't watch it anymore unless I cough up another six bucks US a month. And That's got to be like depressed. nine bucks or 10 bucks Canadian. Yeah. I just am like enough. Enough with all these different things on all these different services. I say we bring back three networks that have everything on them. ABC, NBC and Crave. Yeah. I was so depressed. I watched Temptation Island out of desperation. Wow. Which one? <laughs> the newest, the newer one? Yeah, the new one. Season three of the new one. That's so, there's three seasons of the new one? Yes. Have you seen Temptation Island recently? I, no, I haven't seen the <laughs> reboot of it. I remember the OG version. Okay, well, I don't remember if they did this on the OG version or not, but in this version, they have the couples all sit out like they're judges, and then all of the hot singles are set up like contestants in a beauty pageant, and they all have to walk down a runway, deliver a line, and then sashay back. So, like, you know, they walk down this runway, and they go, I'm Katie. I'm 24. I'm from Miami. I'm a dental assistant, and I'm going to make your man smile way brighter. Like, they all have to give these lines. Just the opening of of next. Yes. (laughs) And it's just like, as I was watching, I was like, you know, because all all these kids, they're kids. They're 22. Maybe this really shows my age. But I was like, I was like, this is awkward. These people aren't sexy. (laughs) Like having to say this shit. (laughs) It's so awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't we decide like 10, 20 years ago, like talking that way was not, was not sexy. I don't know. I I mean, maybe maybe they're just trying to make it you know sometimes they want something to seem like it's of an older time you watch super eight and you're like oh wow i'm watching a spielberg movie from 25 years ago maybe they want you to be like oh it's i'm co I'm, i'm i'm cuddling under a blanket and i'm watching reality shows just the way i used to watch them right 20 years ago nostalgia nostalgia brian dunkelman was was still a thing (laughs) the dunk yeah i don't know but it was listen i'm not saying there's a lot of pop culture for me to look forward to there's a show on netflix that's coming out hopefully soon called the um not the decision it's like what's the word (laughs) my brain is not optimal the word for when you give someone the ultimatum that's what it's called oh have you heard of this show brett no i mean honestly Netflix does not get my money. And if Netflix know, is, just and if Netflix this. is going to be like, "Hey, you're a password sharer. I'm going to you need to cough up some dough." I'm going to yeah. say, "You bet I am." And cool, I guess I'm not going to watch like there is nothing for me to watch on Netflix. Netflix yeah. is and I and I think they are combating this perception a little bit. Like 
they don't really have anything. Like for at least they for got me, nothing. They got like they make a lot of shows, you know, for younger people, for people more into rom com reality TV stuff. Like they just don't really make anything. The only show I was watching on there was Ozark, which I literally just stopped watching this season. I, I, I can barely <laughs> understand what the hell is happening on the show. Everyone has this horrible, weird, stupid accent. It, I don't, nothing happens. It just. It's one of those shows where everything happens. So you're like, well, nothing's actually ever happening. There's just always that some. Is, yeah. There's always some new, like Latin guy to be like, I'm the evil drug dealer this season. <laughs> it's like Buffy. There's always another big bad. Yeah, there's, there's always, always gonna like, be another vampire around the corner, and it's always the same flavor. It's always yeah. like oh, an evil drug dealer <laughs> from not America. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So. That just depressed me, really. Even though there's a lot, I do think there's a lot of content to look forward to. I still haven't seen the Batman. I have not seen Morbius. Oh, so we're not doing the Morbius talk in the second <laughs> hour of the pod? Would you be able to? Did you? No, watch it? I'm not oh, seeing okay. that movie. <laughs> I want me? to. I want oh, to. Gosh. You want to Morbius... laugh at it? Yeah, Morbius might be our next deep water. You never know. It might be. But so that's just where I'm at these days. And I just wanted to be honest. You know, I'm trying to be radically honest with our listeners. <laughs> Thank you. I, listen, <laughs> am I sad that you're depressed? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm happy, though, that it's about like this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not something real. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for real. Because you, I call it, I, you hopped on the, our, little, our little video chat and you're like, I'm depressed. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, I, I hope got something depressed. real isn't going wrong. No, in no, life. nothing real. No, my my life. I'm very blessed. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just started thinking because every time before we start recording, I'm like, okay, what did I watch this week other than Big Brother and Survivor, just to see if I have anything more right, well, of more color to add. And I don't. We're gonna continue this conversation, but I, okay. I'll just say to the audience, we're gonna talk a lot of Big Brother this episode. Yeah, I we're think gonna it's been get a pretty into interesting it. week. We had a double eviction, kind of. Yeah. It, and it was a very unique double eviction. It was very yeah. different. We, uh, we And we also thank you for sticking with this podcast. I will say. We thank you. Hitting up Big Brother Canada, hit, hitting up Deep Water is not in the wheelhouse of this podcast. I, for us, it feels like it very much is. But for the audience, I can sense that it's not. So we'll get well, to Big Brother in a, in a minute. But, although people did seem to appreciate us talking about Deep Water, a film that... Judging from our Twitter, no one watched. No. <laughs> but they enjoyed us talking about well, it. Yeah, well, at least you got it in on Hulu before yeah. Spotify pulled the plug on the partner on the Canadian Ugh. partnership. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, let me just run through a couple of things. Uh, so Severance. Are you not down with Severance? I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> figure this out. I don't love want it. to. I love Severance. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's too it's too much i get it it's pretty good for adam scott to stretch his little acting muscles <laughs> i just i don't want to i don't want to that's my reaction well you're well you're gonna watch the ultimatum i'm sure there's yeah i want to watch the ultimatum i want to watch the rest of the dropout and oh i i will even I watch... give Okay, sorry. No, <laughs> go for it. I'll even give the WeWork show a shot. Oh, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. I did yeah. not watch Morbius, <laughs> but I did watch the other show about a vampire played by Jared Leto. WeWork, we crashed. 
children, I gave up like 35 <laughs> minutes in. I here's I can't. I just can't with him. I have a question for and you. His accent. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. I just I just can't. So Jared Leto is an Oscar winning actor. Yeah. And he at a certain point was like a beloved actor, but he has crossed a threshold now. Do you think Jared Leto is a good actor or not? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He just has really bad taste. Like, what's the deal? What's the deal with Leto? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think he makes a lot of really extreme choices, which are not, like, cool to hang out and watch. <laughs> you're like, whoa, this guy's doing it. And I'm like, you're He's watching it. And for all intents and purposes, like, this is amazing acting. I also can't stand, I can't bear to watch it. Yeah, this is I not mean, enjoyable. So, I mean, I, I'm not really watching any of these, like, current ripped from the headlines like tech shows yeah. i'm not watching that i'm not watching super pumped. jordan joseph gordon levitch another actor yeah. who's like technically very good but i don't know just fucking rubs me the wrong way interesting i think he has more interesting choices than jared leto jared leto's well, got weird taste his taste is weird as hell jgl made the most interesting choice which was to not act for like five years i know good for him yeah. Stop, <laughs> you know, sign out, log out of your account, stop tweeting, stop acting. Just go do whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Leto makes all these like weird ass movies. I mean, he's, he's, he's technically a very good actor, but I, I mean, he's playing like a weird, like sexy Joker. Yeah. He's in this vampire thing. He's doing this wheat crash thing. And I, I understand he's playing a Israeli character, but like, I don't know, just like the way he talks, his, his mannerisms, is just like, this guy <laughs> sucks to be around. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and Hathaway, talk about another one who people, you know, got a short leash with her. People have a short leash with her, but I think we've discussed before. We both agree she's a great actress. She is. I, she it is, it. but just the two of them, you're like, oh my gosh, there's, there's a lot of effort. There's a lot mm-hmm. you see you see them flapping the their sweat. wings and put it, putting in a lot of effort. They're sweaty. And, yeah. And I personally don't want to see about these like evil tech CEOs who just beg and borrow and steal for their own kind of personal gain and for and for the loss of society, you know. So I agree, but I will say the dropout is very good. Amanda Seyfried is very very good. At one point, Amanda Seyfried has the line I'm 19 years old and I'm like yeah I believe it <laughs> so, you gotta give her you gotta give her props for that we love Seyfried we love we Mank on this pod <laughs> justice for Mank oh Danielle it's been a whole fucking week where were you when the slap happened <laughs> Oh my god! I can't believe it was we so really, long ago. We Did you know up. the slap happened when uh, William McKinley was president of the United States? <laughs> so much has happened since the slap. Just and nothing since the slap has been as fun as the slap. It's all depressing no, updates now. The day after Monday on Twitter was as fun as the slap. Yes. But that now it's just like him resigning and the, you know, all these stupid reports coming oh, yeah. out. I'm like, I'm going to repeat what I said to Brett, which is that 
Will Smith is the greatest entertainer of all time, and I believe he should be allowed to slap more people. And if he slapped Chris Rock again, I would enjoy it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a, I don't have an issue with this. I had a great time. Should he have slapped Chris Rock? No. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> Was it funny? Yes. <laughs> were, was Twitter on Monday funny when they were like, here's why the slap and Vladimir Putin invading <laughs> Ru- Ukraine are the same. Thread, one out of 34. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I don't know. Should he be able to slap anybody he wants? Should he turn into like Ernest? Remember Ernest? <laughs> Ernest goes camping. <laughs> Yes. Should he, like, I think there's like a funny timeline if Will Smith turns into like a right wing, like anti anti cancel culture guy who's like, they canceled me because I hit a man on live television. <laughs> I think there's like a funny, like cursed future if that if he tur- if he turns into one of those guys about like what is, what is Sleepy Joe going to tell us now? We can't uh. hit children on television. Um. I don't know. Like, he's just going to disappear. And then in like 18 months, he's going to have some like stupid Will Smith movie where he's like on a fucking spaceship. <laughs> yeah. I and don't know. Like, he's, I don't know. He's going to like go on Jimmy Fallon and like play My bingo thing- with him or whatever. And like, no one's going to care. Totally. I saw a tweet that basically said this, which is that like, you know, every fucking writer who writes for BuzzFeed or whatever w- was like, they weren't having fun Sunday night because they were like, oh, shit, how am I going to write an 800 word piece about this for tomorrow so that I can hit my metric school for the month? Like, that's what it feels like. I don't need people to do deep dive write ups about this, about this event. Here's what it was. Two very successful rich dudes got into a little tussle. It wasn't a big fight. It was a little slap. Yes, it was on live TV. It was um. It was the most, it will be the most famous pop culture moment from now on of all time. Period. (laughs) Period. What? But other than that, I don't need to read about how it like reminded you of like your abusive childhood or like, yeah, (laughs) how it's like Putin versus Ukraine or whatever. I I just don't, I don't need any of that. (laughs) Let me enjoy this. Let me have some fun. Yeah, I, that was the that was the funny thing. I think to me was like how many people the next day were trying to intellectualize this or put some spit. It's like the guy just slapped him. The guy just slapped the other guy. <laughs> he insulted his wife, so he slapped him. The end. It wasn't That's fake. It. No, it just it was what it was. Yeah, can't we just enjoy things at face value anymore? Must we do such deep dives it's, on everything? It's like oh, Will Smith is. Is uh, encouraging violence. No, he's not. Oh, my God. No, he's not. Well, Chris Rock should have not said anything. He was hurting people without... No, I mean, he made it fucking... Everyone was making fun of Jada Pinkett that night. Like, it wasn't the only joke about... Like, it wasn't the only joke about them. There was, like, another joke earlier about them being, like, you know... There's all this other weird stuff about them, like, being a weird open marriage couple or... They are weird. They are fucking weird! (laughs) And Will Smith does have issues. I've brought them up on this very show where I've said there's something wrong with Will Smith these days. (laughs) But but I also do not care to get into it. I don't want to... It was a beautiful pop culture moment. 
that I want to just enshrine in gold. If you think like one of your friends is like really weird and like in a weird marriage and a little bit off, you know, touchy. Yeah. Don't make fun of him. He might slap you. He <laughs> might definitely slap make you. fun of his wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's all I have to say about that. Okay. I think we've covered everything in pop culture. Yes, I, I would. I would agree. Okay. Okay. Big Brother Canada 10. Quite some things happened this week. What a week, baby. My person, Jess. Yeah. My alien <laughs> queen became HOH. I was stoked for her. I was stoked for them. I apologize. I was stoked for Jess to yeah. make connections, to do the things that I want HOHs to do, which is not a hundred percent focus on getting the right person out, but to build relationships and just almost went about doing that this week. Unfortunately, Jess is not currently in the house. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, we kind of know what, what happens there, but, um, well, yeah, I know we're we're gonna jump around a lot. It's just because there's so much, so much Big Brother Canada, and a lot does tend to happen in every episode. But so it's not a spoiler to say Jess was evicted in the double, um, and so Jess went from within the span of one episode being, you know, top dog in the house, HOH, getting someone out, to then being evicted. And I really have to say, in that episode, I felt really bad for Jess. <laughs> Me too. I actually thought it was really sad. I felt really bad for a lot of people. Jess included, Tanisha included. I also think that they made bad gameplay decisions. Like that yeah. was, that resulted well, in both of their I I I like Tanisha a lot. Like I could have seen her winning the game. I, I mean everyone was saying like oh she might be the best social player in the house. But also she did not make strong social moves to keep Jess from nominating her. Yeah. Jess has had this HOH-itis thing that's been going on with this season where everyone changes who they want to nominate 500 times and ends up nominating the person like third closest to them, which yeah. it, it, it keeps happening this year. It's kind of a weird, fun season for that matter. But like Jess has this alliance with the sisters. That's what they call themselves. It's Summer, Tanisha, and Betty. And Jess made a bad move. She should have put up Helena. Helena probably would have stayed versus Moose. And yeah. she wouldn't, and they wouldn't have pissed off Betty and Summer and Tin. Like, imagine how that the that final the chain of safety goes if Tanisha never was nominated and stays up, and the sisters are a core four that's like excited to go forward into the game with each other. Maybe. Jess is not the last person picked on the dodgeball team. I I don't think there is ever a scenario where that was what the, where that would happen though. I really think it's Jess's personality. I think no <laughs> one liked her, liked them. And okay. yeah. And that's what made me sad. I was like there's nothing that Jess could have done actually. I genuinely think that people just don't like her. And sometimes 
that's what it comes down to in a social game like Big Brother, where it's like you're looking around the room. You're like, who do I who's my best ally? Who do I want to be my friend and save? Who do I really care about in this game? You only get to choose one person and no one's choosing you. I think that was always going to be Jess. And I just think that that was sad. Yeah, I mean, because and I think they played this really well, at least from an editing perspective. Kevin keeps saying. I'm Jess's number one, but someone else is my number one. And they don't say who it is. And I'm like, oh, I guess they mean Marty or something like that. And then the reveal that Kevin's number one all along is Helena, who I love, by the way. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Like, that's a, that's amazing. But I mean, I'm going back to the chain of safety. So in the middle, there's like a direct summer is chosen and then summer picks Betty, I believe, or maybe it's vice versa. Like right in the middle. Summer so picked s- Kevin. Oh, really? Yeah. Did did Betty pick? Oh, no. Someone else picked Betty towards the end and she was like <laughs> profusely Kevin crying picked, and confused. Kevin, Kevin picked, picked Marty. Marty. Yeah. And Marty picked Helena, which was the final round. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I just... I. HOH is such an opportunity to get people to play with you further along in the game and just had that opportunity and was like, I I don't know. I think other people were right. It's like, yeah, Helena probably does make the most sense. Helena's on an island. Um, You know, you have enough of a relationship with her where if you if she stays, you could probably just be like, hey, this is a strategic pawn move. It was all about getting Moose out. So... uh, I don't know if if Tanisha is in the house and Moose, you know, Moose and Tanisha in the house. Moose doesn't win the whole the the bowling competition either and instantly save her mom. Like everything changes from that decision from Tanisha's perspective too. Tanisha was throwing out Helena's name. Like there was the, the Mandams, that relationship with the same girls from the sisters but swapping out Helena for for Jess those girls were making Helena feel that they were not that Helena wasn't really included in it any well and Tanisha was going around to Jess saying oh Helena should be the renom Helena should be the renom so like when that I mean Tanisha doesn't know that like Kevin is kind of really working closely with Helena and pushing for Tanisha to go up but like how Tanisha behaved with that for Summer, Helena, Betty, Tanisha. I mean, that resulted in her going home too. So like, I I just don't, I feel bad for them. Like the way Tanisha kind of like realizes what's happening and like begins to weep. Like that really, that that really kicked me in the face. That That was sad. But she made decisions. She did throw out names. She did make her own alliance members feel that they were that they were expendable, so that they were going to go seek out their other alliances and other deals. Like, yeah, I I don't think what I, I'm really sad because I like Jess and Tanisha a lot, but I really do feel that like what happened to them was very much a result of their own actions in the house. I totally agree, um, and I was glad. Even though I really liked Tanisha, I was glad it was her over Helena. Because I just don't think Helena has really shown us what she can do yet. Like playing very under the radar. And we saw a little when she was like in the pantry talking about how she's playing dumb and like she's under the radar. I think she's got some tricks up her sleeve. 
I think so too. I, I mean, to kind of figure out that Kevin but she's is at like the bottom a, now. To figure out that Kevin is a is a good person to be aligned with, and to have like a secret thing from like day two with him that nobody knows about, including the audience half of the time. Like, yeah, I think that is smart. I think it is smart to realize, you know what, this man damn thing is not like not totally. I'm very much the Jess in this situation. I'm very yeah. much like the <laughs> I'm at fourth. The bottom here. You know how the book The Three Musketeers is actually about four musketeers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to look up all the names of the musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> there's four of there's them. like <laughs> I know. And it's there's it's the old one because it's the guy who gets them all together, right? I don't know. Where are the Alexandre Dumas fans? Yeah. Um, D'Artagnan, that's the uh, fourth one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, he's the one, he's the, the ruler of them all. Gotcha. Okay. There's gotcha. Athos, Porthos, Aramis, and D'Artagnan. Anyways, it's a book about four musketeers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And one of them's always going to be on the bottom. One of them's always going to be forgotten about, like D'Artagnan. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. I, I like I like Helena a lot. I mean, I, let's back it up though. I, there's we gotta talk about Herman this yeah. week. Listen, People. I think he's fun. I loved his reaction to getting nominated. Actually, <laughs> I thought it was very funny. <laughs> See, like, I mean, and even now, there's like definitely like kind of the the BB fandom, and people are like split about like was he bullying Jess. No, he got nominated. Not He's allowed really. to react however he wants. Hey, listen, I didn't think he came across like super great. I think. I thought it was funny. I thought he was. What it reminded me of, and it made me cringe a little bit. And like the way he, he and he and him were. I'm sorry, he and Moose were behaving, especially during the nomination ceremony and stuff. It was just. A, it felt a little bit like high school when there's like. A teacher, Class clown. No, but you remember when there's like you have like a substitute, or you have a teacher who's maybe on the older side and like doesn't have high perception skills anymore. <laughs> like, isn't totally fully aware of what's going on. Yeah, in terms of like how the children are behaving or acting or what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. And it just felt like the sort of like jockey class clown person making fun of the teacher and like, but the teacher was like unaware. It, it yeah. just felt like that. We're like, oh God, I feel bad for the teacher right now. Like, cause it's like 16 year old is like stunting on them and just <laughs> knew exactly, but just knew exactly what was going on. But that was the vibe of like, Hey, which it was just fine. Everybody can do whatever they want. Like, Hey, I, I'm being nominated and I'm not going to be like, Oh, what was me? I'm going to dance. And no, I prefer. But, yeah. I preferred. I'm watching a TV show. I prefer big, strong reactions to someone being like, thanks, Jess. Yeah, you did what you had to do. No, no worries. No worries. Like, no, fuck that. Give me a shocked Kevin McAllister face. I don't even know what we would call that dance that he did. It was Ace Ventura-esque. <laughs> that's what, that's the thing. Even disregarding the fact that he's like disrespecting her or making fun of her or what, or them, whatever it may be. 
I thought the physicality of the dance itself was very humorous. The, so the, the thing I caught about it was that like the neck and the head were on a delay. So he was like, <laughs> sit down. And then his like neck would swoop back. Like in a very, it was a very Jim Carrey. <laughs> it was a very Ace Ventura move. I think the, what I would have liked to have seen from Herman this week, I still like him a bit. I think I, I definitely like him less now than I did a week ago. Um, I think what I would like to have seen from him is like more self-awareness, I guess. Like he gets nominated and he's like, I'm totally fine. I'm totally, I'm totally fine. Like everything's great. Like I'm going to go out and win this veto, uh, you know, and people are asking him and he's like, so like, I'm totally great. Just don't, don't worry about it. But every time he like talks to Jess, he needs to go into the pantry and go on like a rant about how upset he is and flex yeah. muscles and gurn. It's like, you're not fine. Yeah. These are clearly. the actions of someone who's not fine. It's okay to be not fine. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to want to flex your muscles and rip off your shirt and growl. But you can all but then you can also say, like, I am not handling this particularly well. So right. I guess that was the 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 difference for me of like he's acting like a petulant teenager. He's really not making the HOH feel comfortable. Not that he needs to make the HOH feel comfortable, but it was just kind of, I don't know, for me, it just felt kind of cringy or whatever. And he's going around saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But he's mm -hmm. like, kind of no, wants to like not. smash a watermelon in half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, if you're gonna, it's sort of like, not don't, don't let your mouth write checks, your ass can't ca cash. Not like that quite. But just if you're going to have if you're going to go all out and have that kind of reaction while being nominated, you better you better back it up. And I can see what you're saying where it's like he couldn't back it up. And he almost did it. I mean, Josh almost won that veto ceremony. It was a real this was a real come from behind from from uh, what do you think? Herman. Uh, what do you think about the <laughs> wheel? I mean, I don't know if we've ever talked about it. Like that, that being the way they choose veto players. I love it. I like it too. And it's I was than like, the chips. I hundred percent agree. And I was like, you know why it's also better? Everyone says the chips are rigged. You know that there's like yeah. ten chips for Tyler or whatever. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that exact thing up. Yeah, but here's the thing: the wheel could very easily be rigged too. But at least it's visually more interesting rigging <laughs> because because they can spin it, and someone under that wheel, some PA with a magnet, could be making it spin to who they want it to land on. You know, but it's still more fun to watch. And they've never explained what happens if it lands on a blank on a blank square. <laughs> right? Do they spin it again? The bag with the chips invites questions it invites <laughs> yes. questions about whether or not it's rigged or whether or not there's a rabbit in there for all i know it's just another example of like bad like the t tv producing that has not evolved with the times <laughs> like you know how west side story evolved the new version because cameras have evolved danielle yeah brief brief <laughs> Junction here, mm. Danielle. You made a TikTok where you basically just said, "Like my friend Brett is a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> you made a TikTok about why this week about why you love West Side Story, and you're like, okay. "Some people <laughs> think it should have been set in a contemporary time. Some people think Ansel Elgort sucked, and it's like, 
My friend Brett. My yeah, friend but Brett. you know what? To be fair, call me you out. Go, no, but listen, if you go back and listen to our podcast where I gave my West Side Story review, I said in that podcast, I'm going to make a TikTok about this. So okay. I gave you fair warning that I was going to do it. I just didn't know that I was going to be like so backhandedly like called out. Yeah, basically subtalked. <laughs> yeah. Subtalked. Well, no one is safe with me. And that's something you should have learned by now. Anyways, back to Big Brother <laughs> and the wheel. Oh, can I w- mention one thing? Just going back to the nomination ceremony. I like the nomination yeah. ceremony as well. Everything goes red and like the person mm, comes out of the yeah. H- there's a spotlight on them. Yeah. One other thing that we really need to mention that that it does explain the Jess, you know, why Jess was picked last in the, the dodgeball thing. Jess is a Taurus. Mm, the bull. It make I just wrote makes sense. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even a big astrology guy. A bull in a china shop. I got two Tauruses in my family, and I got a Sagittarius who acts like a Taurus. Man, mm. I'm I, I'm used to it it's with all sign. this bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough sign. Um, <laughs> I have some Tauruses in my life who I really love, but it's a tough sign. Yeah, I wish everyone could be as like cool as Leo, like cool and warm and I know, you know just as, like as, as and, and gregarious yeah. and just like charming yeah. as a Leo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey Brett. Um, I know you said you wanted a Chinese for dinner. A Chinese for dinner we're having Mexican. Okay, sounds good. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking fight about this shit. I'm a lion. I'm gonna eat tomorrow. Don't worry you about are? it. No issues. Um <laughs> here's a question I have and I've watched every episode, okay? Mm. Why does Betty hate Moose. <laughs> because <laughs> that's a newer one. That's a newer okay. one. Because Moose was throwing Betty's name out there. Okay. And Fair pre nomination <laughs> pre nominations, like Moose was throwing Betty's name out there as like a possible nomination, which just Betty. told Betty and <laughs> immediately told Betty, don't just don't immediately go downstairs and make a fight. <laughs> and that's exactly what Betty did. Yeah, which, thank God. I appreciate Betty, it. We had, we had a, a, a resurgence. We, we got a cameo this week from some old BB Can faves, including Spicy V, who I compared Betty to. Right. Early season. And Betty was happy to see Spicy V, Victoria. <laughs> it's so I will funny. Say, I, I will say, Betty is no Spicy V. No, no, no. She's not as chaotic yet. And Spicy B actually like won stuff. And Spicy um, B was also purposefully chaotic. Yes. I don't think Betty can control her emotions. Yeah, Betty is Betty is like actually chaotic, whereas as whereas Spicy V was like she was like lawful evil. Like mm-hmm. you knew what she wanted. Yeah. I, I have to say, along the subject of, like, the old players who are back for this competition, it's so... Big Brother Canada is so funny to me in this way. Because, like, other than last season, so I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Jed or it's um, Spicy V. I don't know who the rest of these people are. Yeah. <laughs> so it could literally be any person off the street <laughs> that they have. And they, to watch them freak out over just a very normal-looking person. It's <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> He's it's doing gorge. his famous pose. <laughs> it's just like very amusing. I'm like, oh, this is what non-Big Brother fans, like not even casuals must feel. Of like, <laughs> why do they care about this person? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of how I feel about actual like Big Brother alumni as well. 
<laughs> yeah, depending on who it is. But um, yeah, just just had to say that about that competition. Um. So, can you explain something to me? Mm. Danielle, yes, go, she goes on a on a long walk. She yes. go she walks many miles away to a Wendy's that is like just like a <laughs> a bunker or a window. <laughs> it was like a yeah, it was a um a trailer, <laughs> a trailer. <laughs> and you're like, I would like to have spicy chicken sandwich, a baconator, yes. a Dave's double. Yeah. With fries. And did they yes. just say, would you like to poutine your fries? <laughs> they did not. Is that an, it just seems like it's an option. I didn't see it on the menu, but it does seem like it's an option. And honestly, well, I would try like it. It seemed like it's an add-on. It seemed like you go to In-N-Out, you go, oh, I want my fries animal style. Right. In, this, in Wendy's, at Wendy's in Canada, do you get to say poutine? Make my, make my fries a poutine. Because if so... It sounds America's going to come knocking. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it actually sounds really good. I didn't see that on the menu, but I went to a very weird Wendy's. And if anyone you wants did. to see that experience, you can go to my TikTok. <laughs> I made a TikTok about it. But like, I don't remember there being a poutine option. Um, but again, my Wendy's was a fucking trailer that had an oven in it. So <laughs> I don't know. Fryer. No. Um, so I don't know. We got to talk. Good. We got to talk about winners. People are hitting us up about winners. Yeah, winners backyard challenge. I love. <laughs> JC Lynn goes. Oh wait, this is actually really cute stuff. Like this the, is, the, the see, casual. This is why we have the, we ha- this is why we have this podcast because you and I pay attention to the same exact thing. Whenever there is spawn con. I love when they take these random out of context <laughs> clips and they just throw it in there to make the the the, the, to make the brand advertiser happy. happy. Yeah. Because yeah, there was like that. It was, it was like you didn't even see her saying it. You just like hear her saying, Oh wow, there's some cute items here. And then there's another one where I forgot who it was, was like, oh my God, the sound of uh, you know, of like the hangers being kind of swooshed on the on the racks. It's like, oh my God, this is the sound I'm so used to. I'm so used to the sound of being in winners. I forgot who said that. And then there was one too during the Wendy's one as well, where it was like you know, it was like as someone was going in and out of a door. So I think the editor just literally put it in there kind of without with no context. And it wasn't someone actually saying it in the moment, but someone was being like, oh, wow, it smells good in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love when in the SparkCon where they're like, we just got to throw more audio clips of people like naturally saying the that, they, yeah. that they love the brand. <laughs> Right, exactly. Well, it's just like what JC Lynn said. I wish I wrote down exactly what she said, but it was just so unnatural. It's yeah. so natural to be like, wow, these are some great items. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just like, cute shirt. <laughs> this is somewhat separate, but I have been talking about this with one of my closest friends for a number of years. A football, an NFL quarterback is a spokesperson for Chunky Soup. And mm-hmm. in the commercials, he says, which I believe is their tagline, he says, it is oh so good. <laughs> but he says, it is oh so good, which is not how a human is, talks. They say it's, they use contractions. And I've, this has been 
melting my brain in a similar but separate way for like four years now because I can't unhear it. He like takes a sip of the soup and he looks and he's like, it is oh so good. <laughs> and it's like, it's cause someone in the brand is like, well, the tagline is it is oh so good. It's not, it's oh so good. Right. So he has to say it is like a fucking robot. <laughs> and it just drives me nuts. Yeah. But this and what's even crazier is like, like you said, I don't think I don't think they told JC Lynn, go say, go say these are some really great items. I think they probably were like, and if you guys, when you're playing the veto, if you could just talk about like Oh yeah. If you could Oh yeah, yeah just oh, yeah. just talk <laughs> just just up the clothes, you know? Say what you're thinking. Like if, you, <laughs> if the clothes are making you feel good, say what you're thinking about them out loud. <laughs> But you know they have a greaser. It, it is a greaser there who's like you know like warming up an audience before a late night show where it's like, hey, listen, I'm not telling you that you have to say that you love winners, but we all love clothes and we all love great deals, don't we, folks? Don't we? So just I'm saying, don't stop yourself from voicing that when you're out there playing that veto competition. I mean, so the veto competition happens on like a Saturday or a Sunday, right? And then it yeah. airs on Wednesday night. Some schlub probably looks exactly like me is sitting in an edit bay in Toronto, freezing cold, <laughs> freezing. And there's like a suit from winners there, not an actual piece of clothing item, <laughs> yeah, not an item, not a cute item, <laughs> but a, a, like some marketing exec who's sitting there and watches the full veto competition. And the person says, you know what, Steve, I feel like we could use more like no context sound bites from the players <laughs> of them just saying how many cute items there are. Yeah. And that's what they got. This guy to go back and find some more and lay oh, them yeah. on top. They were back and forth with notes with the winner's execs all night. But finally they found this, the perfect edit <laughs> that everyone could be happy with. If you work in media, you know this life. This life is hard. Oh, yeah. It's not it's, it's not a fun stuff. job. No. Someone's got to do it. Someone has got to do it. Um, do we think that Arissa's dress on the eviction episode was from winners? No. I mean, do they? I haven't noticed because um, I don't watch the credits for this show. But if you're watching like Jimmy Fallon, it says like Jimmy Fallon's wardrobe provided by like right. whatever. Like they say if they say what who provided the wardrobe, like if, what designer or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't get that deep into the Big Brother credits, but maybe we should do some research. Perhaps. I don't know. I just, this, it's we don't winners. talk about Arissa's clothes a lot, but this dress was very weird. Um, and I, don't I just, remember it. it was like a garbage bag, but very it was like structured. Black. It was like black, it was black stretchy, shiny. shiny. Yeah. Okay. But like it had structure underneath where it had like, it was, it had shapes. Okay. <laughs> It was shaped. Yeah, there was thought, almost like, like ribs on it, right? Yeah, there was something. I just thought it was very weird, especially next to Tanisha, who looked absolutely amazing. I was bummed because it, it was a close eviction, and it felt like it was going to be a close eviction going into it. And then it's like the opening of the episode, and Moose is there <laughs> in a tracksuit, ready to <laughs> run around, and Tanisha's completely made up. So, I, I, yeah, I, again... It just it sucks when like the players spoil the 
the writing was on the wall. But that's yeah. why they they really fast track it. They really ran. I mean, that's one thing you got to give them credit for. The energy in the eviction episode, they were running up and down those halls. They were spitting out who they were voting out very quickly. I also believe that the eviction show is not live. No, it's it's not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that, that was the one thing about it, too. It's like, maybe we can like not have three minutes of Julie like yelling at the contestants to be faster if you just taped it like two hours earlier. No, I'm not willing to part. I think there's a lot that Big Brother US can learn from Big Brother Canada, but I am not willing to part with live Thursday night. There's something about live TV that is just so amusing. This is true. Yeah. That I mean. The slap. The slap. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Brief. Big Brother related note. Yeah. You retweeted a rumor that Miss Julie Chen, oh her contract Lord. will not be renewed for Big Brother US. Jerry O'Connell, is... come on down! <laughs> this is not confirmed, but it's also not denied. So I would just love to see this happen. If nothing else good happens in 2022, we deserve this. We well, we already got the slap, so I feel like we got so much out of 2022. We got a good pop culture. That is, can you believe you were alive for the slap? Papa, Papa, do you remember the slap? <laughs> I was. I was. And I was literally texting my, my closest friends during Will Smith's acceptance speech that this is the most psychotic moment in like, the history of live television. And that I was like, <laughs> like, I was like bubbling. I was like existing on a higher plane because I was laughing so hard at Will Smith, like crying and apologizing, but definitely not apologizing. Right. Not meaning it. I was like, oh my God. He's like, this is Serena Williams' father would have slapped him. God, he sure would. The Williams sisters. I don't sisters. know, man. I'm sure that guy's like, keep my name out of your mouth. Keep, yeah, probably. Keep Jada Smith out of Chris Rock's mouth. Don't tell don't tell America. Don't tell the world that I would have slapped Chris Rock. I just can't deal with the disrespect the Williams sisters have had to endure. Haven't they endured enough? They're like the two of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. And they finally get a movie made. It's a great movie, about, which I saw, about their beginnings in tennis and their dad. It's great. Oscars bait, obviously. Beyonce does a song for it. And then all fucking award season, people are just shitting on their moments. Jane Campion has to say some bullshit. I don't even remember, but it was stupid. Will Smith says, like, I slapped him because uh, their dad would have wanted me to. <laughs> like, it's just like, can these well, you two have... dad alone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can they just, like, enjoy the, the Hollywood dip for a minute? Yeah. yeah. Well, we do need is the Tiger Woods dad movie. Oh my gosh. I, I If mean, you know anything about that situation, I tell you, there is, there is an Oscar, there is a Razzie, there is potentially like an AVN award all ready for whoever wants to play that, that role. I'm ready for more like, like, you know, very recent history stuff, like as we're saying, super pumped, the dropout, we work. It's all based on tech. I'm ready for it to be about something else. And maybe that is analog. Sports. Analog. Who yeah, what's like the yeah, we need a story about like someone who created a winery in nineteen ninety-five. <laughs> How did Francis Ford Coppola start his own winery? That, that guy makes movies. Have That's you had a great a, idea. Have you had a Sophia? 
little sparkling wine? No. Okay. Well, they're pretty good. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Is that from Coppola? I think it is. Oh, Sophia Coppola. Oh my God. Yeah. When you, when you, is it a can? Is it like one yeah, of those? Yeah, it's a can. It's a, and it's a little baby one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And you just we get used it at the supermarket or like an airport or something like that? <laughs> it, I think it is. It's this, yeah, the family Coppola. Sophia Wines. Francis Ford Coppola names this one after his daughter. This is it. It's it was honestly quite quite scrumptious. We sold it at the bar I worked at in uh in New York. Wow. I know. Does it play like just a really perfect like needle drop when you open it? <laughs> it sets yeah, it it sets uh I can't make this joke. I was gonna say it sets the scene in old timey but plays indie pop music like Marie Antoinette but I can't even go there all right I'm tired <laughs> I'm sorry we'll finish up on uh Big Brother um Tanisha says that just as HOH was worse than Kyle's I don't think she's totally wrong it wasn't great I mean it if it, it had the exact same outcome, except it was fast-tracked. <laughs> yeah. So instead of a week later, get the former crazy HOH getting booted, it was that same night. I mean, rip the Band-Aid off. Do you want to spend another week in there being like, oh, I'm, so, I'm so sad, I'm going to get evicted, but I really appreciate yeah. it. I'm like, I don't know, just get the hell out of there. Go back to yeah. your handlebar mustache boyfriend. So I don't, I, this comment, I didn't, Obviously, I didn't do any research because I'm a casual. But I don't remember anything about this, really. When Tanisha is evicted, she says to Jess, by the way, my name is Tanisha, not um, Tiana. Tiana. Names matter. And I was like, very confused because I assume this means Jess has been calling (laughs) Tanisha Tiana this whole time. And... That is very confusing to me because did she was she just like getting her name wrong by accident or was she did she bestow upon her a new nickname that she just alone decided would be her nickname? I was just it, I don't know, very confused. Just, it seems like a not very just thing to do. To be exactly. I just didn't get it. And then in Jess's yeah. in Jess's speech when Jess left, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was this was weird too. Jess yeah. Gives like a good speech about how like um, uh, gender fluidity is cool and everyone should feel valid and blah, blah, blah. And I thought like, great, nice, nice thing to say. She does throw out a comment like, I know that names matter. I'm like, OK, fine. Yeah. But but then when they're leaving, Jess goes, by the way, polarization is real and that's how the world works. And I was like, wait, that's the opposite of how what you just said. <laughs> what? She, Jess is like, Jess is like, there's villains and there's heroes and there's light and there's dark. And that's that's she the said, way you can't have heroes without villains or something or the or vice versa. Or you can't have villains without there being heroes. Yeah. Or you can't have good without there being bad or something like that. But they I, were which, just which I did not I did not understand any of that stuff. Like I didn't either. Well, what I understood is that they were like, um, basically, they were like, the world is binary. (laughs) But I was like, no, that's the opposite of what you're saying and what we all know to be true. So, yeah, yeah, isn't like your whole, like, her whole, sorry, their whole intro speech, like, 
I'm genderqueer. I have a straight cis boyfriend, but I exist on the spectrum. Like, yeah, which is cool. Are cool. Yeah, that's cool. But every, but every, is, I don't know. I, I thought it was like the whole point with, with Jess uh, was that they are like literally, I think in the thumbnail for their, um, for their uh, intro video, they're holding up like basically some, you know how, you know, there's like the circle with the arrow pointing out of it and one mm-hmm. means male and one means female. I don't yeah, know which yeah. one is which, by the way. Me neither. And they're holding up one that like, it's it's the circle with the arrow, but there's like a bunch of spikes coming off the arrow. Like, mm. whoa, this is something crazy and not <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of the two other ones <laughs> yeah. that everyone knows. Like, I think that, is that the whole point? Is that they're trying That's to show like- yeah, I don't know. I'm so confused. It was by a confusing. All of it. it was a confusing end to what I thought was a good beginning eviction speech. Did, <laughs> on day one, did Tanisha be like, "Hi, my name is Tanisha," and then like one hour later, when nobody had remembered each other's names yet, did Jess say like, "Oh, Tiana"? Like, and, but then immediately correct. I don't know. Like, I, I just of I all people, Jess doesn't seem like the kind of person to go around like. Messing people's names nicknames. up. Yeah. Yeah. And like getting people's names wrong on purpose to like, to Ruffle put them, them down. Yeah. At, no, know, it like, does not seem, it does not seem like something. But, I don't know, whatever. Like show us the video about why we're wrong. That's the thing. Like that. That's what I hope. I hope there's some sort of clip out there. Cause I just was like, what are any of them talking about? And then, no, yeah. And then just went on like <laughs> entertainment tonight. Canada and was like Herman was bullying me the entire time and it's like I don't know I don't know I'm rolling my eyes <laughs> did Will Smith start World War Three <laughs> no he just slapped the, he just slapped the guy yeah I it's tough this is it's tough stuff <laughs> Big Brother if you want to go on a show that's gonna make you feel good all the time I don't think you should go on Big Brother go on Wheel of Fortune there's <laughs> dopes on that one. Do you want to spin a wheel and feel good? <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Was there anything else from Big Brother we need to discuss? Marty's the new HOH. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I guess people are going to find that out in like 20 hours. Yeah. Um, we can spoiler. We can spoil the, the nominations and the, the veto. Okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> if you don't, we'll, we'll talk about Survivor in like two minutes. Yeah. Marty nominates Josh and Betty and our guy, our king, Kevin wins veto. Seems like he's going to use it. Seems like as of now, Herman is going to be the renom and potentially go home. Um, it has been apparently another crazy Marty HOH. Like... Give it up to Marty for wit- for being like our first two-time HOH not having a particularly clean first one doesn't sound like he's having a particularly clean second one. Um, I, you know, Marty's Marty he's and Josh, mess. I think, are kind of like in the lead to like take this thing. Marty and Josh, yeah, yeah, Josh for sure. Marty's kind of a mess. Um, I still think Kevin is just playing such a good game. I'm surprised he won. If I were him, I would not be winning anything. Oh, that was another thing. They Herman is catching wise to summer, I think. He like called her out for throwing comps. That was yeah. Um 
I really like, I still really like Summer and I'm still kind of rooting for her, but I do think she's getting to be a little bit obvious, especially if her mom's just comfortable calling her out like that. So I think she needs to like play her cards right these coming days. She's not, I, mean, in tr- I don't think she's yeah. in trouble this week. I don't think Marty would put her up, but I don't know. He is apparently she- promised safety to Summer. Okay. Yeah. I just don't think it, depending on who wins HOH, I don't know. She, she might be in trouble. I think now's the time that you got to start pulling a couple wins out here. We're like halfway mm. through the game. Jury is starting this week. You know, we've already had, we've just had our first two time HOH. Like people do for better or for worse, people do put a weight on like comp total comp wins and stuff. Yeah. On there. I mean, Jess has won comps and performed very well in comps. They're not around anymore. Marty's got two HOHs and a veto. Like, man, that's he's he's putting it together. Um, so I, I think another just interesting thing to talk about. We haven't mentioned them at all. Gino and JC. Last on the dodgeball team. Last on the dodgeball team. Like if they were not acutely aware by how that chain of safety went down who like, who has their back in the house yeah they should they should be i like well, both of be. them but like they got I know. they got nobody no they don't have anyone but they're in this interesting position they don't have anyone but also no one really cares about them <laughs> <laughs> where it's like it's just like oh yeah they're this showman's like we don't want them on our team but we're not actively gunning for them either so I think they are aware. I think they were aware even before that um, yeah. chain of safety. Like, of course, that was how that was going to go down. And I don't think for a second Gino was worried that he was going to go home against Jess. I really don't. Even um, though the vote wasn't that close. You know, was it wasn't like that close. close. It was like 7-2 or something like that. Yeah. Wait, we do have questions before we move on from Big Brother. Yeah. From MREP2, do y'all really know why Tanisha went home? Why did everyone play it like that? Was Jess's plan all along? I mean, we touched on this earlier. I think I think Tanisha, okay, well, a few things. Kevin was in Jess's ear about that. Um, Tanisha was, and we saw it on the television show, Tanisha was throwing Helena out as like a renom, which, which, which kind of came back to Helena, which then spurred Kevin to campaign harder for that outcome. And I think also Jess, I don't think Jess made the right decision, but the decision Jess did make was, hey, I'm D'Artagnan here on in the, I'm the fourth, musketeer <laughs> fourth musketeer within the sisters. And I... I just feel that they don't actually really have my back here. And Tanisha is the best option. I'm the best option to go up against Moose to get Moose to go home. They were not right. Right. But, um, and Tanisha, you know, I don't think she just didn't particularly make Helena feel comfortable. She didn't make Jess feel comfortable. So for the best social player in the game, I think they they did kind of have kind of like a double like social game fuck up this week. Yeah. Um, I have nothing to add. I agree. Um, From One River Mike, 
Arissa, this is actually something I noticed too. Arissa has dispensed with the eviction interviews. What is going on? Those are weird. They're like 20 They're seconds so short. long. And also, why do the why do the house guests put on their yes. mask to walk yes. 10 yes. feet? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Donahue. Yes. 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 <laughs> Why? Like, is someone telling, is there some sort of pre-eviction protocol where the producers are, and they just use the same video from last year where the producer's like on a pre-taped thing saying, now when you're evicted, you'll put on your mask and then you'll go sit in the chair because they don't need to, first of all, here in Ontario, the masks are over, baby. No one's like, people have to wear them on public transit, but nowhere else. Remember last year on BB Canada when I think it was Tara got evicted, but she was immediately still in the game and she walks out of the house into the into the, the dark liminal space between the house and the stage. And there's a person in a full on hazmat suit. There's like a PA with like the full like COVID like I'm going to die suit on yes. and a sign like shush, your game is not over. Go this way or whatever. Yeah. Um. Is there like a party full of people in the seven feet between the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't they get all, that. Because they I, all put them on and then Arissa's like, no, you can take your mask off. It's like, what? Well, they're clearly being directed to put it on because they have it. Like they literally have it in their pocket. They have yeah, it in their hand. It's the, fresh. Thing. The mask is always crisp and fresh. Yeah, because so they're not using a mask in the house. They haven't worn a mask for 30 something days. They put, they're directed to put it on, walk for four feet in a space <laughs> where there likely aren't any people. Yeah. And if there are two and maybe they're wearing masks, they're like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I do not get it. <laughs> to answer the actual question though. Yeah. The interviews are so quick. They're really cut together. It's like, Tanisha, so sad to see you. Yeah, it sucks. I was voted out. Uh, and then, like, there's like a really harsh, like, drastic cut, and it's like, "Well, we'll see you next year." Or <laughs> yes. it's like, Say hi to your daughter. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ariz was like, "All right, well, thanks for doing it. Bye." Like, it really is. It is like um, my favorite goodbye message of all time, which was Kevin's to Matt in Big Brother 19, where Kevin just goes, "Matt, have a good summer. Goodbye." <laughs> 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 that's it that's it have a good summer goodbye um all right really quick we gotta talk about survivor oh my god you promised the we did audience minutes on the slap. that we would talk about big brother canada and boy did we ever there was a lot to talk about this week it was yeah. a great week yeah big brother canada is great season 10 is great i love it yeah. i'm loving this season no it's, it's i feel like we just didn't talk about it that much last week okay um dan Dan isn't up for discussing anything. He knows some shit went down, but I'm I'm not going to talk about it tonight. No, he's putting his lawyer foot down. All right, we're moving on. Danielle, we're having a competition, and the winner gets ten decent fish. <laughs> yeah. I just there's no there's really no this episode of Survivor actually was just fine for me because yeah, not, not first of all, answer. no one's going to win against Jonathan. No one's winning anything. So Man, the, the target gets bigger and people are just saying it outwardly. Like we we can't beat this guy. Yeah. All the competitions, this guy is just 
doing by himself, even though their competition's made for three or four people. Yeah. And like, as the orange team, they love each other, man. And they're all about it. But you got, are you crazy if, the merge happens, which I think is going to be in two weeks. There's like a two-hour-long episode, which which people are imagining are going to be the the, the the merge. Man, if this guy, the minute this guy does not win individual immunity, it's like everyone's going to take a shot at him because oh yeah, get him out I mean, of there. At, at the same time, all of these individual, all these team competitions is a lot of like carry the rocks up a hill, <laughs> carry all these people. Individual ones, it's like standing on this pole for four hours, as we've seen yeah. on Big Brother. It's not about how swole you are. It's about like it's about low center of gravity. It's about not being like the heaviest person. Like all these things that were, you know, gosh, what was the girl's name who won last year? Erica. Erica. Like Erica actually won a bunch of these competitions because she was small and, and mighty and strong, but like not that strong. Like yeah, you know, so. I think there'll probably there's probably going to be an opportunity for him to like not win a bunch of challenges because they're going to be weird. They're going to be balancing. They're going to be low center of gravity. They're going to be about timing or, or puzzle building stuff that he hasn't he can't completely like sweep the floor with. Yeah. Um, what did I want to say about? They did give him a very. If not final three, they gave him a pretty nice little package this yeah, week. Yeah, they did. Though. So something to to remember him by. I don't know what that means exactly, but they gave him a very like. As I, when I was growing up, I realized I had to like stand up for people. This <laughs> yeah. package. This is my service nice. I give to everybody. Yeah, it was nice. I also I texted you this. This was the least exciting tribal we've had in a while. I thought. Because I just knew it was Swati. I had no, I wasn't thinking it was anyone else. There was yeah. no surprise for me. The only person it could have been is Tori. And you know how yeah. it wasn't Tori? Halfway through the episode, they cut to commercial and someone says, you know, if we go to tribal tonight, Tori has to go. Everyone <laughs> wants Tori out. That's how you know that person is it's not, staying. Yeah. Yeah. There's also like Roxroy who is still going around like, that tribe has not been to tribal for a minute. They were mm -hmm. there on the first episode and were they haven't been there for a while. Right. And Roxroy is still going around everyone being like, hey, you need to tie that uh, rope tighter. <laughs> hey, you know how I would cook a fish is I would do this. Or hey, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't carry a knife like that. Like just being a fucking annoying ass dad. Yeah. <laughs> people people don't like that. People don't like it, <laughs> except for Danny. I love it. Oh yeah. I'm still team Roxroy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I really don't think it was that big of a loss. Like, poor bummer for Swati, but you know, she's 19, she'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, we called her out preseason. I was like, yeah, probably, probably not going to be her. Very, yeah. very immature. And that's she was going around being like, hey, you're my number one. Like, that stuff yeah. comes back around. Never talk to anybody about anything. That's how you yeah, answer her. That's a great lesson ugh, in life. I mean, that's what Kevin does. My, my mm -hmm. king, Kevin. So he does on BB Canada. Everyone just tells him everything. And he's like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doesn't tell him a thing. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, I, I think that's it. Um, I just got to go to Mariana for a, oh for a minute. 
<laughs> yes. They get the fish, and Marianne is like, Marianne's like jumping to the moon. She's like, these aren't decent fish. These are huge fish. And then she turns <laughs> into like Bubba from Forrest Gump and she starts lift, listing off all the different ways that you could prepare fish. <laughs> Smoked fish, fried fish. <laughs> Seared fish, boiled then, fish. <laughs> gefilte. <laughs> and then she says, Jeff, you must be eating like a king to think these are just decent sized fish. <laughs> Marianne, Jeff is a king. Jeff is literally oh, yeah. the king of Fiji. Jeff probably <laughs> owns the largest house on Fiji. Oh, and yeah. he only lives there eight weeks a year. Jeff is you so know who rich. You're talking about. Marianne. He's so rich that he, he doesn't <laughs> know what size fish are. You know what he does? He lives on Fiji eight months out of the year. The other months he lives in Malibu. Yeah. But you know what he does when he's in Fiji? He has the fish flown. Which probably originated in Fiji, but then go to Nobu Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. Then he orders it from Nobu Malibu. It's the chef's, brought- the chef's, you know, order, the chef's table. Exactly. Thing at, at the Nobu. omakase. Oh, yeah. He orders that to be flown back to Fiji to eat it at his blonde wood table. Blonde wood is very hot right now. <laughs> oh. Is it lighter? Is it like a lighter? Yeah, it's a little lighter. It's just okay. a lighter, lighter wood. It's very hot right now. Man, I got this walnut standing table. Ugh, disgusting. I know. <laughs> <sighs> walnut is out. Cherry is out. Blonde. Blonde is in. It's in. <sighs> well, everyone, we had a good time. <laughs> we had a great time. My depression is lifted thanks to you, Brett. I'm feeling I'm feeling better myself. Good. A little bit. Yeah. And if anyone wants to send me their Hulu password so that I don't have to shell out six US dollars a month, even though I think I'm going to, because I want to watch the rest of the dropout, you know, get at me. Get at both of us at no. Hey Julie BB on Twitter. Uh, at Hey Julie. No, Hey Julie Big Brother at gmail.com. <laughs> Brett, when's the last time you checked our email? I have it automatically forward. Oh, okay, great. We haven't gotten one in a while. <laughs> Don't spam it. If we're, getting, if we're getting so many coming in that I have to turn off the automatic forwarding then. Then we're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this has been fun, Danielle. Um uh what's what's the donation website? When the people, donation. Yeah, when people like GoFundMe. Like, GoFundMe.com slash Danny Needs Hulu. <laughs> we'll get that st- we'll get that started this week. <laughs> prayers. If prayers anyone. up. Hit us with your slap thoughts. <laughs> One week too late. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, Arissa. Bye, Arissa. Bye.